Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ripple Effect podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us today. Whether you're watching this online or hearing, hearing it on the go, we're glad that you've joined us today. We are in the studio, and I've got Mary Green with us, yes. and we have a special guest today, Diane Ray. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we got to talk about your name because you go by, you've got two names. I do. Yeah, and we got to talk about that, but not in a minute. We'll get there. <laughs> You're one of these special people that have like multiple names. Oh. Uh, we're so glad you've joined us here today. We want to, as always, we're going to go through the same kind of uh, structure and setup. We've got our uh, refle- uh, reflection recap of the week. We've got our TLCC top three. And then we have our spotlight guest that we can talk with uh, and we'll get to here in a moment. Um, I had to run and go get <laughs> our sponsor of the week which is why I'm out of breath. But our sponsor of the week is a space heater. This is a beautiful Lasco space heater. And um, this morning I get to the office. I got here early and um, I heard Mary come in. And do you remember the first words you said when you walked in? It's fall. It's fall. (laughs) My hands were cold. Your hands were cold. So um, at our (laughs) church building, the walls are cold cold especially We're on the, the north end of the building that doesn't that doesn't yeah. help us yeah but every time when the weather turns almost all of us get out our space heaters and uh and get start doing it today i just lit a candle because it oh. made it made me feel warm well sure yeah um there you go there's a sponsor of the week as always it's a fake sponsor oh not as always i guess but for the most part, most part. made up sponsor there you go Okay, let's recap uh, last week and the previous Sunday. Uh, This Sunday we were uh, talking about the tabernacle and how God set up the tabernacle and what it means for us today. And I felt like, I I was trying to rush through it. There's a lot of content in the book of Exodus. Um, Did you listen to the sermon? Mm -hmm. You listen to the sermon? Did you listen to the sermon? Of course. Of course. Would you, would you think I rushed through it too much? Was it too much content? You were right that it was a lot of content. <sighs> it is. You could have talked longer. <laughs> okay. No. I know. The nursery <laughs> people told me. Speaking as the people who work with kids. The nursery, no. the nursery people told me, no, absolutely not. Do not talk longer. But uh, I did try to boil it down. We were talking about the tabernacle and why God set things up the way he did and some lessons we can learn from it. Um, I, I did... I think second service actually went longer than first service. The service itself was shorter than the first hour. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I have this bad habit of I look at how long the first hour went. And then bang. And that's how I think, how much time I think I have for junior worship. Mm. And I still thought I had like five, ten minutes left. And there were We people, got out before you? Second hour. Like, that's a good day. it was shorter mm. than first hour because I was like, wait, I still have a few more minutes. And I'm okay with parents that. Were up. I'm it okay with fun. us getting just, out early. It's hard for me to gauge. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, it is the same sermon, but I definitely preach it kind of differently. So, um, but other than that, was your Sunday good? It was good. It's a yeah. good Sunday. Yeah. Um, how was your Sunday? Perfect. It's a perfect Sunday. What'd you do? We, we went out and worked outside. We have some property okay. that we take care of. Okay. So it's working with your hands, mm-hmm. it was a great day to be outside. Physical. It was still kind of wet though, wasn't it? On Sunday? Was it still wet? Mm-hmm. It was pretty. Yeah, nice. It wasn't too wet. Okay. Well, it did rain though the weekend, didn't it? Mm-hmm. On Saturday. Okay. I thought maybe I'm crazy. 
I am. Well, if you missed anything uh, for the Sunday service, you can go check it up. Uh, get caught up at tlcc.church, and you can see the sermons there. Um, you can see the announcements. If you want to uh, see the bulletin, you can see that there at tlcc.church, and we encourage you to do that. Uh, TLCC top three for the week. Um, the first thing we want to let you know about is the parking lot is an ongoing project. Um, many, many times I've tried to turn in the first <laughs> entrance. It is blocked off. You cannot go there. They are tearing out the second section that's going to be replaced. And most likely on Sunday we'll have the same uh, parking situation that we did last week. So just be patient. It's going to be worth it. And we're going to get some of that drainage problem fixed. And the parking lot will be a little bit more repaired. It's one of those projects that you don't want to ever have to do. But it makes a big difference when it's done right. Um, there have been multiple times when we've had a rainy day and I park in the parking lot and I get out and I walk in and there's mud on my shoes mm -hmm. because some of those sections have just degraded so much. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll get some of that fixed. And you're like, does this really even matter? <laughs> you know, people walk in grass all the time or you just put some rock over it. I, it does. It, it's one of those things that's nice when it's done right. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's nice when it's done right. So just bear with us. Uh, if you're able to park in the back and walk a little ways, park in the back on Sunday. And, uh, you know, you guys are gracious people, so continue to do that. Uh, second thing is we are going on a, um, I guess we're not leaving, but we have a big leadership planning event coming up on the 21st. That's this Saturday. Saturday. And we would just ask for your prayers for that. Every year we try to take time with the leadership to plan and prepare for the year ahead and what God is speaking to us and the areas we see we need to be moving in. And um, we realized that we, we haven't really publicized that or asked for your prayers on that. And we really could use your prayers. Um, it's a good time. It's a good planning time. But it's one that we, we really are seeking God's desire and God's will for the church and what we need to focus on, what we need to do. Uh, emphasis that we need to place on certain things. So if you would just be praying for us, if you think about it, uh, the 21st, uh, if you're sometime around dinner time, just be praying for the leadership team, the elders and the deacons and the staff as we try to seek God's will. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else you want to say about that? No. We are moving quick. <laughs> right. Uh, and the final one, you want to do the final yeah, one? Yeah, the final one is Trunk or Treat is coming up. Thank you for donating candy. I also, um, I'm hoping that several more of you would like to have your trunks or your cars or a pop-up or whatever you want to do for Trunk or Treat. Mm -hmm. um, it is a great opportunity. Last year, we went through 400 hot dogs and like an hour and 15 minutes. So we really do have a lot of community people that come through. Mm -hmm. I do ask that you contact me or you sign up on the list in the lobby of what you're, if you're planning to do that because it allows me to make a map of where all the cars are going to be. Mm -hmm. Because if you're coming right from work, you don't have a lot of time to set up and we need to slot you right in. It also helps me to divide, you know, thematically and, um, and that way. So if you are planning to give out candy and, thinking of your costumes or whatever, mm -hmm. then sign up and let me know. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, but you still want to come and help us um, make sure everybody has candy or greet or do whatever, we'd love to have you be a part of that. If you can't tell, Mary is heading up the organization of making sure people are where they're supposed to be. So contact her, let her know that you're interested, and we'd love your help 
And to do the to actually be there for your decorating of the trunk, it's five to seven is what it is, and um, it's fun. It is. Fun. It's a fun time yeah. seeing all the kids and being able to talk to people. Um, it's a great time. So I always amused me because growing up we didn't trunk or we didn't celebrate Halloween at all, and my mom was a little on the fence about whether it was appropriate or not, and. I've had some of the same feelings, but at the end, you know, when we decided to start doing trunk or treat, I was like, just like most people don't celebrate Christmas for the true reason of Christmas, they're not thinking about what the yeah. origins of Halloween were, yeah. but she loved um, seeing all the kids come through with their costumes and how excited they were and giving out candy. So. And she would dress up. She would dress up, yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter how cold it was. She would dress up and be out there greeting all the kids. She loved kids. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, so there's your TLCC top three. Uh, the parking lot's ongoing. Pray for our leadership team on the 21st. And then if you have just felt like, man, I maybe could do this trunk or treat thing, we'd love to have you participate. It's a great event and a great opportunity to show our community love. So um, there you go, TLCC top three. Okay, let's get to your name. So when I looked up your phone number, you have more than one name because it's not Diane. I mean, it is Diane. But tell me about tell me about this. My name mm -hmm. is Carla Diane. Mm -hmm. My dad's name is Carl. Okay. Oh. My mother wanted to name me after my dad. Okay. My dad said, no, that'll cause too many issues. Right, right. You know, having Carla and Carl. So he said, I'll agree to let you name her after me if we can call her by her middle name. Ah, I see. So, yes, my whole life. You, you <laughs> are met, you Carla? Are you Carla? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, because I went to look up your phone number because I'm like, all right, I need to call Diane. And I'm looking for Diane. I'm like, Diane's not here. And then I see Carla Diane. And I'm like, wait a second. Who is this? <laughs> so, that clears it up. Don't name and don't call any of your children by their middle name. Okay, so what, my advice. that was my next question was, are you, uh, that's a negative thing for you then? Well, I mean, I like both names fine, but um, my, I have two brothers and they also were called by their middle name. Oh, okay. Just because. So on every role that a teacher gets, your legal name is Carla. Exactly. And then you, but then you go by Diane. Right. Yeah. You know, that is complicated. It's yeah. like meeting someone and they're like, oh, you know, hi, Jim. And then you find out that their real name's like Bob or something. <laughs> like, right. I'm confused for a second. Um, okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I haven't done this in a while, but I like to do this every so often with someone that I haven't interviewed before. Um, do I do 30 or 60? I think I do 60 seconds. Yeah. To tell you. you got 60 seconds. If I, this, we've never met before, tell us who you are. Tell us what you think is important for people to know about you. You ready? And then, and then the reason we do this is you're under pressure. So you might say something funny. And then, and the second thing is the most important things that come to your mind typically are the most important things about you. So are you ready? I guess. 60 seconds. Or, let's just have some fun with it and go. I have three grown sons who all have families. I have seven granddaughters. Oh. <laughs> so God bless me with the sons, sons and, and the daughters, daughters okay. right? Um, and one grandson. So okay. um, I love animals. I have eight horses, nine cats, two dogs. <laughs> oh my goodness, the food bill. Yeah, true, true that. Um, okay. I like to run. Mm -hmm. um, 
I garden. I'm retired. I love being retired. Uh-huh. You got 30 seconds still. Oh, my still goodness. Go. Well, and so that leads me into I have more time to um, study and be a better leader, hopefully, for mm. divorce care. And mm-hmm. I have more time during the day to do these kinds of things. Yes. At the last minute. At the last <laughs> minute, I know. Thank They're you for best. being flexible. Absolutely. Okay, five seconds. Anything else? I, that's it. All that's right. all I got. <laughs> that's perfect. I didn't know you had that many animals. That's see, you learn something new every that. day. Yeah, you learn something. Remind new. me where you live because I know you live in the country. I do live in the country. We live in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we need your address and your social security number. <laughs> your blood type. Yeah, your blood type. <laughs> no. no. Um, between Huntsville and Cairo, mm-hmm. okay. in the country. So you got some land. Well, you have to with the horses, right? Or the hay burners, as I call them, right? Um, do you ride? I do some. Or, or do you just Not look at the horses? Not as much as I used to. I do ride. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They and are like big pets is what they are. They definitely <laughs> are. My oldest one is 36. Okay. So that's yeah. who knew horses to... live that long. Oh, wow. But they do. Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh, quick follow-up question about your children. Did you name any of them and then call them by their middle names? <laughs> what do you think? You probably did. <laughs> <No. laughs> Okay. Um, so the reason we asked you here today is you have participated in the counseling ministry, specifically in divorce care. Yes. Um, speak a little bit about how you got roped into that and, um, and why that's something that's near and dear to your heart. Well, I got roped into it um, by God because mm-hmm. I was divorced mm-hmm. and looking for some sort of support or help locally, mm-hmm. and there was nothing. Mm-hmm. Um at that time, Doug Delp was minister here, so I had a conversation with him, um, and he said, you know, I think we have some books in the back that someone yeah. at some point tried to do, you know, so we dragged those out, and and um, we went through them, and we just decided, let's, you know, start this back up, and so we did, and um you know, it, it was so helpful and exactly kind of what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to help be that space for everybody who goes through that yeah. because you need, you need support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that all, all divorces are messy. They're not all the same. So different people need different kinds of support. Mm-hmm. Um, and this program, um, Divorce Care, that they've put together is awesome. It's um, three prongs, I suppose you could say. There's videos, there's um, small group, you know, we have discussion, mm-hmm. and there's a workbook. I kind of hate to call it a workbook because that sounds like, oh, that's not something I'm going to want to do, but um, it's full of scripture, it's Christ centered. Mm-hmm. Um, it has all kinds of helps from emotional to physical, as in, you know, feeding yourself, working out, mm-hmm. walking, whatever, um, and emotional because, like I said, it's full of scripture. And um, it also talks about financial help, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of times that's what people need. Yeah. Um, it's just definitely something that this community needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to offer it here is just awesome. So uh, I want to ask a little bit more about the program in a little bit, but I want to probe just a little bit deeper into your life, if if that's okay. Just slap me when you're ready to stop talking about that. Okay. Um, You've been divorced. Yes. And, you know, from 
when someone entering into marriage, divorce is not really something that you think is going to happen. You don't plan on it happening. Um, Tell me a little bit about the moment you realize this is a reality and I am a divorced person. And then talk a little bit about the stigmatism maybe surrounding that as a, a, a Christian as well, who's going through divorce. Were you a Christian through divorce or did you come to Christ after? Talk to me a little bit about that. Um, Yes, I grew up in the church, Mm -hmm. uh, baptized as a child. Mm -hmm. So yes, I've been a Christian my my whole life. Um, So yes, I was a Christian before um, and belonged to uh, Union Avenue Mm -hmm. uh, for years. Um, And my ex-husband and I attended there. Um, Many years of um, let's say difficulties, um, tried and tried and tried, not, never wanted to be divorced, you know, didn't have people in the family that were divorced, Mm -hmm. didn't have a lot of friends that were divorced, you know, it was definitely a negative, but finally, actually, I was running my first marathon Mm -hmm. at age of 56 and 56. Yes. And, um, there's still hope for me. (laughs) I got time. I got time. For sure. (laughs) Um, but some things happened on that trip and God was like, Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So, um, so that happened. That's been 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, you can tell it's still emotional yeah. um, because, you know, I was married 36 years. Mm. No, 38 years, 30 actually. Years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not something anybody wants. Um, you know, God doesn't, he doesn't like divorce, mm-hmm. but he will walk with you through it. <laughs> Amen. Did you feel, uh, I mean, obviously there's a, this marriage has failed. Did you feel personally like you were a failure and how did you kind of come back from that or work through that? For sure, you feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you don't want to put your kids through it. Even when they're adults, you don't want to put your kids through it. How old were your children Um, when it happened? Were they grown mostly? Yeah, grown men. They all have families. They're all in their 40s. (laughs) I mean, when you were divorced. Yeah. Oh, that's what, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 They they all, you know, all all the grandchildren were born except maybe to at that time. Um, so yeah, you do feel like a failure. You feel like, um, you know, when you come to church, hopefully no one's judging you, but you 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 feel feel that that way, you know, you really do in the beginning. And I'd say that is a common thing Mm. for a lot of, of people that get divorced, you know, even though common sense tells you, you know, no, really, I'm not a failure. I tried as hard as I could. Yeah. Um, but but that is a stigma. Yeah. And percentage-wise, odds are a good chunk of people in this congregation have either experienced divorce or have been divorced themselves. For sure. Um, I think it's less than half now, the percentages, but still, it's a pretty high percentage of marriages that end in divorce. And we know that God doesn't want it, but we also know God allowed it and uh, gave gave instructions, especially with the Israelites, for how it was supposed to happen in order to protect particularly the women involved in divorce. Um, how have you seen, you talk about the stigmatism surrounding it, how have you seen in your own life participating in divorce care, and I'm, I'm sure you talk about your own experiences, mm-hmm. how has actually talking about it and helping others through their divorces 
helped you in yours because oh. sometimes with stigmatisms we hold it in and we think that if I don't suck about it then it's going to be better but really the opposite is true exactly that's exactly what happens and even though it's been 10 years ago every meeting that we have I learn something that helps me mm-hmm. as well um you know but yes there's um times when people come in and it, it's a struggle to maybe talk about it but you feel comfortable I hope they feel comfortable. I think they do because everyone in the room has been there. We've Mm -hmm. all been divorced. I have two co-leaders. They've also been divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it kind of gives you a sense of it's okay for me to to speak here because these people have felt the pain I've felt. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, Was it... Were you nervous to do it at first? To, of course. To kind of be like, hey, guys, I've done, like, I've been through this. Was that hard? or? Of course it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. At first. And it's hard when people come for the first time. Mm. Um, you can tell. You can see it on their face. But when I say we've all been divorced, that you can kind of see a little bit of relief. And, it, like, it is okay for me to talk about the pain that I've had or the difficulties I'm going through. Mm. Because there are similarities, even though, yes, divorce is messy. They're never all the same, but there are some similarities. And again, God will walk with you through it and help you tremendously if you'll let him. What's the goal of divorce care? Because uh, you are happily married Mm -hmm. and God has blessed you in incredible ways, but that's not the story for everybody. The goal What's the goal of going through divorce care, and how would you describe that? Well, I would say there's there can be multiple goals um, because there's folks who come that don't necessarily have a church. Mm. They're not a Christian. Um, so, you know, part of the goal is to show them who God is, how he can help you in life, not just going through divorce, right. um, but how there's hope that he will walk with you through this difficult time mm-hmm. and still be there at the end of this and that there is hope light at the end of the tunnel. You know, there can be a better life mm-hmm. if you'll let him yeah. walk with you. Um, I like that. Um, so to kind of tag on to that, you don't have to be a member of the church to attend divorce care. Anybody can attend divorce exactly. care. Exactly. Anybody yeah. in the community Um, You know, we've had folks that attend other churches Mm -hmm. that have gone through. Um, You know, we've had folks that just popped in for one or two, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can tell they're in a lot of pain, Mm -hmm. looking for something, something to help them. And they didn't come back, you know, and we continue to pray for them. Uh, Hopefully they got back together with their their spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we pray for. What is, um, so for, for you all who are listening or watching, if you have somebody that is either going through divorce or even children that have been affected by divorce, uh, that's something new that we've been trying to get into a little bit. Um, they don't have to be a member of the church. They don't even have to be connected to the church. They don't have to be a Christian at all. Right. Um, this is a ministry that they can be a part of. And you can go to tlcc.church, and, and I think it's in the tabs. If you click on the counseling ministry, you can see the information there about divorce care. And it, you know, even just saying, hey, we'd love for you to uh, hear some information that might help you would be a great way to connect them with this ministry because it's for everybody going through it. Mm-hmm. I have one more. Oh, you go I ahead. I was going to say. 
I think another thing that we were thinking about with both with divorce care right now is we're coming into the holidays, mm-hmm. and you have a special event for that. We do um, on a on a Tuesday night, November seventh, um, six o'clock, is a surviving the holidays um, seminar that will have a video and a, and a book that they can take home as well. We're also having um, a, sh- a, a meal, basically some some nachos. So. Um, Yes. So if you have someone who you know might uh, benefit from divorce care, but they've been um, shy to come to a meeting, this might be a good time for them to just come one time to to see um, to see what it's about. Um, So that might be a good way to get them there. But, you know, the holidays are one of the toughest times when you're going through this. So um, there are definitely some helps. Um, in this program for mm-hmm. folks. Yeah, the holidays got to be a hard time, especially if you have younger kids yeah. where you're now experiencing the realities of a split family. Yes. And that's very difficult. Yes. So that'd be a great opportunity. Um, and that information's online. I think we've shared a, a flyer for that already on Facebook. And um, if you have questions about that, call the office and we'd love to speak with you about that. I had one more question and then um, you can finish up with whatever question you might have. And then we've got the blessing of the week. Um, it's kind of a twofold question. What is the, the, for somebody that is around another person going through divorce, what's some of the worst things they could do for that person? And then what's some of the best things that they can do? And I'm thinking, to support your friend. Who's yeah. Going through yeah. This. So if, if it's your family member, your friend, or just another person in the church or in your community that is going through divorce, you know, sometimes we, we do and say dumb things because we don't know that they're dumb things. Um, and then, and we sometimes don't do the good things because we don't know that they're good. Mm-hmm. What's what's a, a bad thing to do, and what's a good thing to do for them? Well, a ba- one bad thing would be um, to encourage them to um, just rush through it and um, or depend on substance abuse, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that you're vulnerable at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't want to be going down the road of alcohol or drugs or any of those things um, because that can be incredibly destructive. Yeah. Um, and of course, one of the best things they can do is send them to divorce care. But um, yeah, there you, go. <laughs> um, you know, listening you know, the person needs to, to talk about it because they've got multiple problems going on at once probably. And yeah. so just being there to, to listen to them and, and uh, be sympathetic. But um, if you notice that, you know, they're getting way too far down in depression and, and those kinds of things, you know, try to, to bring them out of that and send them to counseling or, mm. or, you know, that's good. Another place. So, yeah, that's really good. Do you have any other questions you want to ask? No, I'm just, I'm just so grateful that you listened to God, mm-hmm. and that you're willing to um, offer this. Uh, it's definitely needed. Um, and you mentioned the divorce care for kids. We're super excited to be able to offer that this year. We've yeah. wanted to do that, and we have, you know, someone that stepped up, Gabby Wilson, to mm-hmm. be the leader. It's definitely needed. Um, yeah. There's a lot of young kids that go through this, and then they don't, you know, they need a place to, yeah. to talk about it as well. Um, and then I also have the co-leaders, Tim and mm-hmm. Sarah Marshall, which yeah. have really helped tremendously. Oh, so, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, thank you for the ministry that you do. Thank you for being willing to use your story uh, to help other people as well. Um, we talk about that all the time. And, so, and 
I sometimes forget that that's not always easy to do. Right. And so we really appreciate you. And thank you for being willing to come and do this last minute. <laughs> no and, problem. And be subject to my questions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, to finish up, uh, Mary has the blessing of the week. So Mary, take it away. All right. Um, um, Monday mornings, um, the elders and ministers meet and pray and, and study. But um, this week it felt like our list of prayers was heavy. There's just a lot of loss, uh, sickness, difficult things in people's lives that as we pray for the congregation, um, it just it feels heavy. So it reminded me of um, these verses in James chapter 1, starting in verse 12. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And remember, when you're being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So don't be misled, my brothers, dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. And I, I just want to encourage you that when it's hard mm. and overwhelming and life is not turning out like you expected or planned or desired, um, that clinging to him is what brings us faithfully to the end and we receive that crown of life. And that it's not the bad things that come from him, it's the good things that come from him. Mm. And sometimes we have to look <laughs> really hard to find the good things, mm. but we can be confident that he has created us and desires to be with us and we are his prized possession. Mm. So that is a, my word for the week. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Mm can't add anything more to that. Thank you so much for joining us here. Diane, thank you so much for joining You're us welcome. as well. And we can't wait to see you next week on the Ripple Effect Podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.